family this is pastor gordon zalo i welcome you to our service it's a privilege it's an honor for you to allow us into your space um, into your private time uh, to come and uh, hear the gospel to come and hear the word of god although things may look different although things may seem like they are different i just want to assure you that god remains the same his word remains the same god watches his word to fulfill its purpose it never returns empty 
So I'm saying to his word says, we are going to conquer. We are going to go through this. He says in his word, greater is he than, that is in me than he that is in, in, in the world. He says in his word, I am more than a conqueror because through Christ I have conquered. He says in his word, he leads us in triumph uh, through Christ Jesus. So God is leading us through this battle, is leading us through this situation in triumph. He says in his word, and his word is true. He says in his word, he gives us victory through Jesus Christ. Family, I just want to say to you, we are going to meet on the other side intact. I give all the glory, God. I give all the honor in Jesus' most precious name. Family, this morning, I just want to share on a very important topic. This topic is relevant for us in this time, in this season. And I'm going to pick it up from 1 Thessalonians. And before that, let's just open in prayer. Father, we thank you that you have this opportunity to come and hear your word, to come and feed on your word. Father, we give you all the glory. We just want, we, we know, Father, that you care so much for us. Father, we know and we are sure with confidence that, Father, you love us with everlasting love, with with unlimited love. Father, we thank you that you love us with such love, immeasurable love, my God. Father, it is on this love that we are standing on this morning. It is on this love that our faith feeds from. Heavenly Father, we're saying this this morning, let your word reach our hearts, Father. Let your word find a place in our hearts and fetch our soil in our hearts, oh dear God, and grow. Father, we give all the glory. We give all the honor. Let's go and read the word in Jesus' most precious name. The word is found in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. The Bible says, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you this is the will of god in everything give thanks the title of my message is the benefits of thanksgiving say to one to the one sitting next next to you the benefits of thanksgiving and i'm going to cover this morning a number of benefits but i just want to put perspective here family it is very easy to give thanks when things are looking good it is very easy to give thanks when the situation is looking uh, uh, great it is very easy to give thanks when you are sitting on the mountain it is very easy to to give thanks when there is more money in your account than there is days uh, till month end but family it is not so easy it is not so easy there is usually no reason to give thanks when things look gloomy when things don't look right when the future does not look great when things seem to be falling falling apart when there is less money than there is uh, a days it is not easy but i'm here to say as the scripture says give thanks to the lord in everything and in all situations my message this this morning and it's very relevant for a time as this because there's so much that is not going right there's so much that doesn't seem to be going right but i'm here to tell you that even in such situations all the more we should be giving thanks to god these are the benefits of giving thanks to, to god which i shall be sharing with you this morning Paul says, he doesn't say for everything, but he says in everything because family, it will be unthinkable of you to give thanks to things that are not going right. That is why he says in everything, in every situation, not for the situation, not for the circumstance. You cannot thank God for things that are not going right. But 
You thank him in that situation. You thank God through that situation because there are benefits associated with giving thanks. Family, giving thanks has got nothing to do with emotions. Giving thanks has got nothing to do with feelings. Giving thanks has got nothing to do with what is happening around you. Giving thanks has got a, everything, everything to do with glorifying God. has got everything to do with honoring God. Hallelujah. Now, family, why would God... Why would God say uh, uh, in everything, uh, give thanks? This is my will for you, believers in Christ. This is my desire. This is my will for you. In other words, this is my command for you. Let me say to you, family, every time God gives us a command, every time God says something, instructs us to do some, something, that is always for our advantage. That is all that he always says that. To protect us he says to Adam and Eve do not eat of that fruit do not eat of that tree to protect them to protect them he says in his word love the Lord with all of your soul with all of your heart with all of your mind with all of your your your, your strength because that is there for our benefit it is there to protect us God does not just give commands for the sake of giving command so i am going you know he, he says in his word in, in the book of psalm psalm 68 verse 9 19 he says this is david he says blessed be the lord who daily loads us with benefits the god of our salvation the god of our salvation blessed be the lord who daily say I'm loaded. God loads you daily with his benefits. So God wants us to benefit. God does things for our benefit. God does things to protect us. Why would God say in all things, in all situations, give things? Number one, the benefit that we derive from giving thanks to God in all situations is that if we give thanks, when we give thanks, our mind, our, our soul, our heart, focuses on God. We make God the focus. Family, if you are genuinely giving thanks to someone, you focus your attention on that person. You focus your mind on that person. Nothing uh, distracts you. You are giving thanks. You are giving honor. So when you give thanks, you are honoring God. When you're giving thanks, you are focusing on God. That's a benefit because when, when you focus on God, you begin to realize who God is. You begin to realize that God is your provider. God is your promise keeper. God is your protector. That God is your helper. That God is your banner. God is your restorer. God is your rock. God is your shelter. God is the God of all times. When you begin to focus on God, when you begin to focus on God through giving thanks, you begin to see his faithfulness. You begin to see his goodness. You begin to see his graciousness. You begin to see uh, his, his loving kindness. You begin to see his mercifulness. And each time you look at him, you see, each time you focus on him, you see a different aspect to him. Each time you gaze, you gaze on him, you see something new. That's a benefit. He says, David says again in the book of uh, Psalm, Psalm uh, 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 69 verse 30, he says, He's in distress and he says, I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify him 
with thanksgiving. When I, when, I, when, when I give thanks to God, I magnify God. When I give thanks to God, I lift up his name. When I give thanks to God, I amplify him. So when I amplify him, I minimize the situation around me. When I give thanks to him and lift him up, I minimize. I minimize the things that are happening around me. When I give thanks to him, even the good things, even the things that he's blessed me with, I don't make them idols. I minimize them. Even in bad times, I minimize. I minimize. That is why it says, give thanks all the time. Give thanks in all situations. When David was faced with Goliath, he lifted up God. He gave thanks to God. He gave thanks to God. And as he gave thanks to God, he minimized the uncircumcised Philistine. Family, let me say to you during this period, you are going to minimize the circumstances around you by lifting up God, by magnifying God, by amplifying God. Are we there, family? Number two, when you give thanks to God, you are guarding and protecting your heart. That's the second benefit. When I give thanks to God, I guard and I protect my heart. Why do you say this, pastor? In the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, the Bible says, above all else, Guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So family, everything that we do in life, what we are in life flows from our heart. So family, whatever you put into your heart, this is what actually flows out. I can actually family, let me just pause for a moment. I can judge the condition of your heart by your deeds. Everything that you do, all the issues of life, all the issues of life around you are birthed from what is in your heart. Jesus in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 6 verse 45, he says a good man brings good, good things out of, out of the good of his heart. Out of the things that are stored in his heart. Out of the things that are stored in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things that are stored in his heart. And then he continues to, to say, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Family, I can tell the condition of your heart by what comes out of your, your mouth. The Bible continues to say, life and death are in the power of the tongue. We are very good to start to blame people, to look at people and blame people. But I want to say to you, start to look at what you are admitting into your heart, what you are accepting into your heart, because that is what will determine how your life I'm saying to you how your life unfolds. I am saying to you, God, what comes into your heart. Because when you then speak it, you are speaking that into your life. What when you then speak, it comes out of your heart. So when I give thanks, I am protecting my heart. Let me just confirm this. The book of Romans, Romans chapter, chapter 1, verse 20, 21. Paul says, Paul warns. He, he, he says, this is what happens. If someone who knows God, but refuses to honor God, but refuses to, uh, to, uh, to uh, give thanks to a God, such a person's thoughts become futile. Such a person's thoughts become fruitless. Such a person's thoughts become uh, uh, foolish. 
such a person's thought become useless but he goes on to actually say he goes on to to further say not only to your thoughts but he says your heart darkens your heart darkens if you are in other words if you don't give thanks to god if you don't honor god you allow an opportunity for your heart to harden so if i give thanks i remove the susceptibility of my heart becoming a hardened what's a hardened heart a hardened heart is a darkened heart a hardened heart or a hard or, or, or a hardened heart is an unrepented heart he goes on to warn as well in the book of romans romans chapter chapter, chapter 2 verse 5 he says such a heart such a heart is storing up wrath against you for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed. So such a heart stores up God's wrath for the day of judgment. I'm saying to you, family, if you guard your heart through thanksgiving, you are eliminating the opportunity of a hardening heart. You are eliminating, eliminating the opportunity of a heart uh, uh, storing up wrath, storing up great punishment. Let me move on. He says in, in, in Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to a 7, he says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God which transcends, which, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ. Not only when you protect, not only when you give thanks is your heart protected, but also when you give thanks, God's peace that surpasses all understanding comes into your heart, comes and dwells into your heart and protects you, protects your mind, protects your heart in Jesus Christ. Family, I just want to say to you, the many things that are happening in this world are because of lack of peace. People don't have peace. Road rage is high. Unforgiveness is high. But when the peace of God settles in your heart, I can tell you, anxiety, worry, anger has to flee. When the peace of God settles in your heart, you are quick to forgive. When the peace of God settles in your heart, you give easily. When the peace of God settles in your heart, you have peace. When Jesus, when there was a storm, Jesus looked at the storm and said, Peace, peace be still, because peace changes the environment. Peace changes the environment. Peace changes things in Jesus' most precious name. Peace changes things. I'm reading the news. I was in an international meeting the other day, and it is very clear that the level of domestic violence due to lockdown has skyrocketed. I'm saying to you, many of these situations are caused by lack of peace. When God's peace engulfs you, you will not have this. I just want to declare in those families that may the peace of God come to those families. May the peace of God be ushered into those families in Jesus' most precious name. Number four, I'm moving. Number, number three, rather. What is the benefit of 
of thanksgiving. What is the benefit of thanksgiving? The one other benefit is it opens doors to the manifestation of God's glory. It opens doors to the manifestation of God's power. It allows, it sets the scene, it sets the stage for God's power, for God's miracles, for God's wonders to happen in Jesus' most precious name. It allows, it sets the scene. I'm told, of, I, I read a story, the Bible, it says the Israelites were under attack and they, the, the Israelites prayed and fasted before God and God spoke through a prophet and having spoken through the prophet, the king then elects a team as they prepare for battle because they are under attack as they prepare for, for battle and he, they start to praise and worship. The team that is selected, it starts to praise and worship. It starts to worship God. It starts to worship God. And my Bible says, immediately they started, immediately they started praising and singing to God. God released ambushes against the enemy. The enemy started killing each other. The enemy started fighting each other. By the time they got to the battlefield, there was none of the enemy remaining. Where did it start? It started by them praising and singing to, to God. What was their song? Their song was give thanks to God for his faithfulness endures forever. So in song, they were giving thanks to God. In song, they were giving thanks to God. In song, they were giving thanks to God. Jesus is about to resurrect Lazarus. He's about to wake him up from the dead. And he says, he says before, he, the Bible says before he called Lazarus' name, he, he lifted up his eyes. He lifted up his eyes and thanked God. And when he thanked God, he greased the doors. He greased the the doors of heaven for God to usher a miracle into, into that situation. So a man that had been dead was seen walking. I can carry on, but I don't have time. But I'm saying to you, the benefit of giving thanks to God is it opens, it greases the hinges, the doors, the handles of heaven so that God's blessing may come. Number four, a fourth benefit. Family, when you give thanks to God, you begin to appreciate what you have. You begin to be content with what you have. When I give thanks to God, I appreciate what is in my hand. When I give thanks to God, I acknowledge what I have. Thanksgiving protects you. It is a bulletproof to jealousy. It is a bulletproof to envy. It is a bulletproof to social competition. Thanksgiving is your protection. Thanksgiving makes you appreciate. It removes complaining. You cannot be thankful and at the same time be complaining. Glory to your Jesus. Now here is the story. Here is the, the story. Each time there were two instances in the Bible where Jesus wants to feed the multitudes. He instructs his disciples, let's feed them. 
and the disciple find few bread, little bread and few fish, and they come back to Jesus to say, this is, this is nothing, it's little, it cannot, it, it cannot feed these multitudes. Jesus did not complain. Jesus took what he had. Jesus took what, he, what, was in, what was in his hand. He lifted it up and thanked God for it. Instead of complaining, he thanked God for it. Because family, don't undermine what is in your head. Because God can use it. God is going to use it. God is waiting for the thanksgiving from you. So that he can use what he has given you. He multiplied it. And there was enough for everyone. There was absolutely enough for everyone with leftovers. When you give thanks to God, when you give thanks to God, you are appreciating the little things that are ha happening. I'm saying to you, don't undermine the little because sometimes we miss the blessing of God in the little things. We miss the miracle of God in the little things. In the book of Numbers, Numbers 11 verse 5 to 6, the Israelites are out of Egypt and they are complaining now about manna. They don't realize that this is a miracle of God. All they've got to do is get up, go out, pick up as much manna as they want without a sweat, come back and eat that manna. When you start to complain, an unthankful heart does not see, does not appreciate, does not look at the goodness of God, does not see the good things that God is doing. So I am here to say to you, you know, many people are complaining. You know, I can't get out, I'm stuck here, I'm walking in my house, I can't go any, anywhere, I'm caged here. But take a moment and start thanking God that you are in your house. The fact that you are listening to this message this, this morning is a good indicator for you to give thanks to God. It is a good reason for you to give thanks to God. I'm saying to you, there's someone out there that doesn't have the house that you, you, you have, that would give thanks for what you are having. Start giving thanks to God for what you actually have. Start giving thanks because you don't know what God is going to do with what you have. I can tell you of the widow that was heavily indebted through her husband. She thought she had a little oil, but little did she realize that God could use that oil. God could turn her from being someone that owes to being someone that trades in oil, from being someone to, to being someone that clears all her debt and is eventually able to leave from the proceeds of what she thought was a little boy. Don't undermine what you have. Don't undermine because the, the Bible says, if you are faithful with the little, more shall be added unto you. Now, as I'm drawing to a close, uh, uh, someone might be asking, Pastor, 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 I hear the benefits. You've, you've given me four benefits, but why, why, why? Uh, just, just give me a reason why I should always be thankful. Number one, I'll give you three, then I'm, then I, then I'm closing. Number one, give thanks to God because 
In Romans chapter 8, verse 20, 24, the Bible says, and we know. So you give thanks to God because you know that all things, irrespective of how those things look, irrespective whether they are good or bad, all things work for the good of those that love him and are called for his purpose. Another version says, God causes all things to work for the good. So you are giving thanks because you know that God, whatever condition it is, whatever God does is not dependent on the things that are happening. God can take, turn everything around. God can shift everything around irrespective and make it cooperate to work for the good of those. Let me just say to you, Joseph, when he was being sold as a slave, he could have complained, but God had a plan for him. He knew that I need to get you to Egypt where you are going to be the deputy president. At the time he could have complained, but God used that, hallelujah. Number two, God always leads you in triumph. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. God always leaves, leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. Always, not just sometimes, even though I'm going through this, God is ushering you in triumph. God is leading you in triumph. Number four, number three rather, found in First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 20 you've been bought with the precious blood you've been bought with a price it's not just blood of donkeys it's not just blood of cows it's not just blood of animals but it is God's blood if there's anything that you ought to be thankful for it is that you've been purchased with the blood of Jesus you've been purchased with the blood of Jesus you're no longer your own but you've been bought with the blood of Jesus hallelujah one time Jesus sent 72 of his disciples and they come back and they are so excited. Lord, even demons bowed to us at the mention of your name. And Jesus, this is a message for you. And Jesus says, do not rejoice in these things, but rejoice in the fact that your name, your name is written in heaven. Your name is recorded in heaven. So irrespective of what happens around me, I will rejoice because my name, my name, my name is written in heaven. And heaven is a place of eternity. As I'm closing, I just want to take this opportunity because there's someone that's listening to me that is not sure whether his name is recorded in heaven. That is not sure whether his name is in the book. Family, I want to extend this opportunity there is only one way that you can know that your name is in heaven by accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. That is the only way by making Jesus as Lord and Savior. And you are going to, you are making an eternal decision. This is a moment for you. I just want you to lift up your hand and say this prayer with me. Say this prayer for me. This is the best decision you'll ever make. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what you've done for me in the cross. Father, I know that I cannot do anything without you. I'm so far away from you. The only thing that will bring me to you is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ this morning, I accept as my Lord and Savior. I want you to come into my life. I submit my life to you this morning. 
changed me, forgiving my sins. I am a new creation from today. Father, I thank you. I give all the glory, I give all the honor. In Jesus' most precious name. Child of God, you've made the best decision. This is the most important prayer you will ever pray in your life. You are now, your name is now written in the record in heaven. Your name is secured. You are now a new creation. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. There is rejoicing in heaven. The greatest decision you've made. Find a Bible, find a church, and continue growing in Jesus. Continue growing in your life. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Thanks for tuning in. I hope that message encouraged you. And see you again next week.